0: This is the Ordained Educator Podcast, and I'm your host, Brittany Jackson. For almost three decades, I have lived and loved doing one of the greatest passions on earth, educating. I'm an ordained educator. If you're listening to this podcast, you are destined to do what you're doing too. You were ordained to impact others. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome back, ordained educators, for another episode. In this episode today, you are not an island. Yes, 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 yes. We are so very excited to be with you and explain and elaborate that a little bit more. Well, let's get into our talk today. Did you know that you were designed to work cohesively with others? We gain more and we glean more when we work with others. And this is a time more than ever for collective works and responsibility. I'm quite sure you've heard the phrase, you're not an island. And I totally agree. There's so much more that we get accomplished when we work in harmony. Oftentimes, when we get in a bind, our natural inclination is to isolate. We pull away, we pull apart, if you will. That fight, flight, or freeze sets in. When times get tough, a lot of times, our mind will play games on us and make us think that we're in the struggle alone. You're not. So if there's something going on, you're definitely not alone. Oftentimes, our situations are not unique to ourselves, but it's in a shared experience. But we will never know that if we don't actually share our feelings and what we're going through with others. We're so much greater when we use the network of others in the tool we have called communication. So, in this episode, I'm gonna be sharing with you three ways to improve the quality of your skill set as an educator. Number one, communicate effectively. Number two, work collectively. And number three, trust the process. Communication is so very vital to every organization even down to the smallest unit, it's an organization. So whether you are just one person with another person or a complete team, that's an organizational system. And that system will not be effective without effective communication. And don't get me wrong, when I'm talking about communication, I'm not referring to just opening your mouth and letting words come out. It's greater than that. It's bigger than that. Communication has to be two-way, first and foremost. Often, we have one-way communication system in place. Yeah, I've been guilty of it too. And at times, it's important to have one-way communication because you need to get a message out. But in order to be effective within a unit, a strong two-way communication is vital. Then I used the word effective, and I used it with intentionality. You see, a lot of people just think merely talking or words escaping their mouth is the definition of communication. But it's much more than that. Think about it. Ask your typical teenager, you know, and they'll say, but I am communicating. And we want to get to the point of effective communication. Effective teams know how to interact with one another via the form of verbal or nonverbal communication. And I said verbal and nonverbal because we must clearly understand that about 90% of our communication is through body language. Thus, we have to ensure while we are interacting with others, our body language is communicating the appropriate message just as much as our verbal communication is being heard. I have been so guilty of that. You can raise your hand right now if that's you too. When communication is enhanced, effective teamwork can occur. So I ask you a question. Are you communicating? Secondly, work collaboratively. Have you ever noticed when things get rough, there is almost a natural inclination to believe that you're by yourself? Or when we have where we're going through and we don't want to share with others because we feel a certain way about what we're going through. It's almost as if we're going totally through something alone. When our strength is depleted or we're upset or we feel weak, we believe that we are powerless and we're by ourselves. Well, that's not true. It's a fallacy. You are not alone. Our greatest strength is within whatever our unit of team is. So whether you're a team of two or you're a team of 30, there is strength in numbers. And it's very vital that we always stay connected and network see isolation the trick is if you are isolated you will have less power i'll give you an example of that i used to be like that i had trust issues and so when i first started off as an educator i always thought that my colleagues had a motive and why were they asking this and why were they asking that and it was merely just to help me as a rookie teacher So it's very important for us to understand the connectedness and the network with greater numbers or by networking, we can accomplish so much more. There's an old African proverb that says, if you want to go quickly, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. There's something about that togetherness. We see it in nature all the time. We see it when we study the science of animal behavior. One of my favorite ways of visualizing this example is with the example of geese. When you look up in the sky and see geese flying in a beautiful V formation, there is a science to it. You better believe that, yes. Sometimes, if we don't watch long enough, we don't see the beauty of what's going on. What happens is that the geese get into the V formation, but the first goose Or the leader switches out frequently. When the goose that is in the front, that's making the point of the V, can fly no more in that spot, then another goose will come up and continue moving the rest of the flock. This phenomenally synchronized aerial tailgating is deliberate. Yeah, it's a process, it's a science. Each bird behind the leader bird is taking advantage of the lift of the air coming off the wingtips of the bird in front. This is called a tip vortex, and it enables the geese to save considerable energy during long flights. The V formation may also enhance the bird's ability to see and hear each other, thus avoiding mid-air collisions. Their collaboration and cooperation prolongs their life as well as gives them the opportunity to exert less energy. You get my point by now. I hope you do. You are not on an island and you can lead even if you're not a leader. It's a science. But collaboration and cooperation makes those results incredible. Finally, trust the process. So last but not least, I want to get in your heads. You must trust. You are not on an island. You are not alone. When we do things together, we get so much more accomplished. So first and foremost, know who you are and the others that are in the team with you. Then trust the process of that collaboration. Now, you may be saying, I'm okay. I trust the process. And that's wonderful for you. However, if there's people on your team that do not trust or lack trust, then you're only as strong as your weakest link. One of the things that I love to hear is people that are in the armed services. Well, I was never in the armed services, but I have a lot of family members that were. And I love when I hear the term no man down. So we have to make sure that we are doing that. I'll elaborate a little bit more. Trust is very key and vital for any organization in any size unit. Again, whether two or 30 or 200, it is vital. Without trust, your house of cards cannot stand. To make this point, I'd like to share one of my favorite TV shows. I love watching SWAT. Yes, SWAT, the TV show. And I think the reason why I love SWAT so much besides the characters and they play very good roles. I think my rationale is the fact that I love that they work collectively as a unit. They are like the synchronized aerial formation of the geese. They're a network. You see, networking is a big thing for me and it's how I've been able to be successful as an educator for decades. So for a moment, I want you to think about your success. Most times, we are at our greatest pinnacle in our career, in our profession, and in our personal life when we trust others and network. So when the SWAT team goes on an assignment, they have signals that they use. They have a language, if you will. They have nonverbal and verbal, but most of all, they trust one another and the process that they have established. They use the first two strategies, communication and then collaboration. And every time they use those tools, they trust and work the process and they go home safely. As educators, especially in this difficult time, in a time that is like none other in history, we cannot afford to be on an island by ourselves. You cannot afford to be on an island by yourself It is so vital to stay together, to stick together, to work together, and to be a team like never before. We cannot do that without making sure that we communicate and most importantly, we trust. So who are you trusting? Who are you helping to gain more trust? If those two questions are difficult to answer, then this is an area that you can work on because you will get some of the greatest results as an educator if you do. So just think about that. Three ways that you can help improve yourself or your team or others is communicating effectively, working collaboratively, and trusting the process. And when you do those things, you will improve being that effective educator and powerhouse, or if you will, that ordained educator. So remember, coach me and I learn. Challenge me and I grow. Believe in me and I win. You are a winner. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for listening today. Please check our show notes for further information and do us a favor by subscribing and sharing with others. This podcast episode was brought to you by Ubuntu Press. You can find out more at www.ubuntupress.org. Ubuntu means I am because we are.